Have you ever thought that being an entrepreneur would be easier than this? For years, I've tried to break free from Rogue Warrior consultant life, only to return time and again in order to survive. What I soon realized is my own isolation and self-doubt was getting in my way, and that my biggest successes, my happiest moments, came through connections with people who cared about me. It's now my mission to make it easier for entrepreneurs like us to connect with incredible human beings who rise up higher together. We are not self-made, we are community-made. But the real question is, how will we do it? This podcast will give you the answers. Join me on this journey as I interview top experts and entrepreneurs who are figuring it out. I'm your host, Jerry Kirk, and you are listening to the Community Forged Podcast. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Community Forge podcast. And today I have a special solo podcast episode for you. I'm going to reflect back a little bit on the past month of dealing with social isolation and this COVID-19 that we're all dealing with. So um, obviously I'm recording this from, from home and um, let's have some thoughts around shifting expectations. And this kind of comes a bit from... Um, some experiences I've had recently working with with a client remotely, of course, and you know one of the things that um, my friend uh, and colleague uh, Jason, who works uh, for my client, was was sharing was just how you know, he was kind of getting frustrated a little bit, you know, or just noticing you know things that he could do in person, right, running a workshop, uh, working with a lot of different people. Just how much more he could get done, and how he could you know, could see expressions and understand when people are getting tired, and you know, because yesterday he was on a call and it was scheduled for you know, like four hours, and he got to about three and a half hours, and he was just just spent. You know, they're they're on a call, and and because of bandwidth issues, they can't see each other. They're not using video. Just they're actually they're even dialing in on their phone because um, their infrastructure just currently can't handle this this massive increase in um remote work like they're, they're the company just this infrastructure wasn't set up for that right and so many of us are now dealing with some a new reality where um everything has just changed overnight and and systems are struggling to keep up with that so it's just kind of like just lamenting and how and how hard that is and even there like as we were having our conversation um my my son was in the other room and just getting getting animated and upset and and I was ignoring it first and you know uh, Jason could could hear it as well and it just got to the point where I had to deal with it and so we stopped the call or I jumped off for a minute and went over to see what was going on and you know Dave was all upset about something and so I helped deal with that and, and came back and you know that's that's kind of that's a lot of the the new reality of of working from home you know and for me I've been doing this working from home for, for years. So it's not entirely new for me. Um, but for, for a lot of us, right? Um, the, the ways in which we did things before just aren't going to work in our current environment. So we need, to, we need to make some adjustments. And the first thing we really need to do is adjust our expectations and recognize that there are increased costs of, of, of achieving work, especially when we're doing it with others. Right, so there'll be an additional coordination cost that's that's required. Um, you know, we've got people in different places. We can't we can't see each other. 
we've got these tech issues, these limitations that, that get in the way. And we can't collaborate the way that we used to. So here's some of my thoughts around, you know, how we can, how can, how we can deal with that in a way that helps us feel happier and, and, you know, recognize what is progress in this environment, right? So the first thing I would say is, you know, give yourself and others extra space right now. Um, you know, don't, don't be too hard on yourself and others when you don't feel like you're accomplishing as much as you're used to, because those expectations are based on a different context, a different environment. And, you know, there's all lots of other pressures that are happening right now in, in our world as well, outside of the work that we're doing, what, you know, health related things, you know, uncertainty in the future of, of what's really going to take place. You know, are we going to be in this social isolation for, for many more months to come, you know, for a year, um, what's going to happen to our economy, to our loved ones, you know, a lot, a lot of things are taking away our energy. So, um, just encourage you to be kind and, um, just really gentle with each other as we're working together. And then to go along with that, right. To lower, lower your expectations, to kind of be, be open to seeing what is possible in the current environment, right. And recognizing that in the beginning, there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of chaos, right? Things will eventually start to settle down more as we start to figure out our routines and and how we can get things done and figure out what tools we need. But, but right now, um, it's it's going to be really hard until until we kind of figure out more of that. So one way that we can make it easier though is to look for ways to reduce complexity. So in, in the work that we're doing, try to break things down into smaller simpler pieces that are easier to digest, right? Look at the processes that you're in, the processes that worked fine in a co- co-located environment um, aren't necessarily going to work that well when you're virtual and remote. So you may need to simplify your processes, right? Look for, for, for the waste that's there. Maybe there's new ways you can do things that will um, you know, work better in this environment and things that you might want to keep even when you get back together. Also, you know, look at um, sacred cows, right? So there's, there's things that are just lying around. Maybe they're different products or services. Maybe they're just ways of doing things that you've just done because that's just the way it's always been done. And this environment now with everything changing, there's no better time to take a look at what you're doing and really look at it with a, through a new lens, right? See new opportunities to do things in different ways or just abandon some things altogether that just honestly don't have that much value anymore. I would also say, um, look for ways to increase clarity, right? To reduce confusion. What I'm seeing happening with, you know, a lot of people that I'm, that I'm working with is there's, there's confusion. Um, there's, you know, there's, there's delays in conversation, you know, things are spoken, but not written down. So, um, when you're in meetings or working with other people, make sure that you have things written down that everyone can see. You're reviewing that together. Um, at the end of, of meetings, just have, have something that's um, easier for people to, to understand and that's accessible to everyone. Um, but on top of that, really increase your coordination touch points. You know, um, be checking in with each other more often. It's going to take more work now because, you know, it's easier just to stop by and, and see someone if, if you're in the same work environment. But 
But right now, um, that's a lot harder to do. So you may want to structure that. So you have, you know, schedule times when you check in with people, or maybe it's just on your, your task list for the day, but you really want to be, um, you know, reducing the chances of, of things going in a direction that aren't helpful um, by just checking with people more often. And then, you know, the last thing is, you know, start to play with some, some digital tools, right? That can, that can help you create more shared understanding and increase collaboration. Um, I'm a big fan of using Google Docs. I've used it a lot actually uh, recently. Just got up a couple calls today where you know we're collaborating in real time in a Google Doc, and you know it's actually easier to go through the Google Doc rather than through screen sharing again because of bandwidth issues. So you know it doesn't have to cost much, if anything, to use a lot of these types of tools. Um, and I'll post a few in the show notes as well. You want to check out? Um, it's a great whiteboarding one called called Miro that I really like. And um, you know, start to start to find ways to keep the quality and the bandwidth of your communication up high. Um, people need to be able to stay engaged and focused when you're collaborating. If they're just sitting and listening and talking in a in a in a meeting, um, that's pretty easy to shut off and just you know jump on your browser and start you know checking out other things online with nobody really knowing. So. And of course, if at all possible, do use video in your in your calls. Um, not only for accountability standpoint, but just you can see people's expressions, right? You can see when they're getting tired or um, confused or whatever it might be. So I hope you found that helpful. Um, this is some of the the lessons that I've been learning from um, in the past few weeks um, working in, in their current context. Uh, if you have any other ideas um, as well to help make adjustments right now. Um, to working more effectively. Um, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't done so, be sure to click on the subscribe button in your app so you never miss a future episode. And when you leave a review on iTunes or wherever you listen, you help more people discover and then transform their lives through the powerful life-changing stories on this podcast. I invite you also to share something that you heard in this episode you would love to turn into a conversation, share it with people and have that conversation. Because when ideas become conversations that build connections, that's when momentum happens. I'll see you in the next episode.